my teeth! My teeth! Wait, is this season two? I wasn't even ready yet. So, so what? Do I just insert a hot take here or something? My teeth! LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers are gonna repeat, but they are gonna play the Knicks in the Eastern Conference Championship, and the Jets are gonna be in the Super Bowl. You don't get much hot take in that. My teeth! Take that, take that, take that. My teeth! Brooklyn style, baby! Good evening, and welcome back to another edition of the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only Talented Taylor. It is October 5th. It's about 87, deg- 87 degrees here in South Florida, and... As you know, like I said, I am in South Florida. And we're kind of just waiting on this hurricane to happen. So, while we do that, we're going to talk about... We're going to give you the week four rundowns. We're going to give you the week five matchups. We're going to talk about the injuries in the NFL, suspensions, returns, breakout games. We're going to get heavy with the, we're gonna get heavy with the Duke today, basically. Heavy with the Duke today. And as I said, I'm in South Florida. So, basically... We're here just waiting for her, for the Hurricane of Matthews to come swing by, see what's going to happen. South Florida's a weird thing, as I, I may have mentioned to you a couple of times before, that while I've lived in a place like Indiana, where it's called like Tornado Alley, where you can get like 20-something tornadoes touchdown in one day, you only get about one major tornado that drops out about every decade or so in South Florida. And not for nothing, we're kind of overdue. But you know what I say. Regardless of the time and regardless of the weather, it's always a good time to start some sports. So, let's start talking. Back at it like a sports fanatic. Let's, let me just pause for a brief moment and I guess share with you some bad news that I got probably within the last hour or so. Um... A dear friend of mine um, recently took her life, and I guess it's a sad thing to hear. Like she'll be leaving behind a son, a family, um, a family that cares about her. Um, like I know she was going through some things, like some trying times. One being an ongoing custody battle, you know, for her son, and. Nonetheless, like it's 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 always hard. It's always it's always hard it's, and, and difficult to see or hear about a loved one, a friend, you know, somebody you could you hold dear to you. You know, to hear that they've taken their life over, you know, and and you wish that you know that as many times as you told them that, you know, they could talk to you whenever they want, that they would have reached out to you and hoped that, you know, maybe something different could have happened. So, I just want to say rest in peace to Amanda Ulet. May 8th to October 4th, 2016. She passed at 28 years old. I didn't feel like doing the math. What is that, 88? Something like that. So, I 
with that said, um, like I said, rest in peace, Amanda. I, you will be missed, and, and it's sad to hear. But <clears throat> I said, for most of you people, uh, if any stranger, anybody that doesn't know me personally, then you have no clue who Amanda is. For a lot of people that do know me personally, then you know exactly who Amanda is. You may have heard from me personally that she passed. And this is this is one of those times that you hate when you're the main source of traveling information and you have to be the one to pass this information out, not only to, and out of respect, not only to the, your current friends, but also friends that you may not have spoken to in, let's say, years, you know, because of, you know, BS arbitrary reasons, and you, know, you let them know as well, just because out of the respect for, you know, not only, not only for the friendship, but also for the person that was lost. Because, you know, like I said, nothing no, nothing is uh, is bigger than is bigger than life. You know, or, or the past of the somebody. You can always get past that. So, like I told you, I, I apologize. We're going to get heavy with the Duke. I told you to. I told you. Let's bring this up a little bit. Let's bring this energy up. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Okay, let's bring this energy up. I told you that we were going to get heavy with the Duke today. And let's get started with talking about this week. With week five around the corner. And teams are finally shaping up. Right? It is shaping up into a way that we can finally look at a couple of teams and be like, we kind of know what you are, and we kind of know what you aren't, and damn it, why aren't you what we thought you were? We're gonna get a lot of that now, because finally week week five is is here, one day away and removed. Not only week five in the NFL, but also with Hurricane Matthews touching down in South Florida. Hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully it doesn't. I mean, we never want to see those kind of things, but you know. So, like, and and it's even weirder because in a week where I thought I would be heavy with football, I mean, completely heavy with football, I turn on the television, not today, but yesterday. I turned on the television around uh, 8 o'clock at night on ESPN. And what do I see? I mean, <laughs> you have to understand. You understand how, like, where my true heart lies at. And I was completely happy that I was actually able to get basketball. And, and, it, complete, and it took me on shot because what happened is that this actually kind of started on Monday. Let's, let's be honest. Let's just be honest. Let's just be real. Let's just be honest. Let's just be real. I still have not created that drop. Let's just be honest. Let's just be real. I'm a lazy fuck. <laughs> Here we go. What is this now? We are, we are, we are five minutes, we are five minutes in the, into the podcast. Six minutes into the podcast? Seven minutes into the podcast. And we already hit you with a... Yeah, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start a jaw just for the show. This one I curse during the show to put money in the jaw. But it's funny thing. I'm gonna take money out of one of my other jaws to put money in the curse jaw for the show. I, I I don't even know what kind of sense that makes, but it's gonna happen. So Monday Monday's what really caught my eye because here I was. I was caught off guard. I was over there bowling, doing my thug dizzle. You know what I mean? Throwing strikes, knocking down pins. You know what I mean? Cursing up a storm. And I see on the corner of my eye, and there's a there's, there's a Portland game on, and I'm like, is this Portland game? Live, and no doubt, put up the NBA app. That if you are an NBA app, if you are an NBA subscriber, right, then you know that it's NBA season because, depending on how you pay, your payment came out on the first of October, on the thirtieth of September. 
So that's how I know when the NBA season is official is when those funds start coming up. I just didn't, still didn't realize it was going to be basketball so soon. I'm still thinking like basketball is going to come like mid-month. But no, I put the NBA app and I see this is a live score for Portland. And what that did was just remind me was that the next game was going to come on on Tuesday. And also Golden State was also supposed to play that night. So we were going to get a debut of Per Derrick Rose, the two super teams in the NBA. And while it's the preseason and you can't and, and you wonder eh, what can you take from it, what can what can you not take from it? There's not much that that, that you're gonna take from the preseason. Preseason is just preseason basketball. Right? What I got a chance to see more than anything, the, the joyfulness, the gleefulness of it, was that <laughs> as I'm celebrating yeah, as I'm celebrating is that it's basketball, and I get a chance to see what the next product is going to look like. And it took some very quick, very, 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 very quick, you know, positives from it. The Knicks' offense looked okay. They looked, it looked, it looked okay. It looked fluid, it looked fluid enough. A little slow, but at least, at least a little, at least fluid. And you can tell, like I said, this is basically a brand new team. Like there's, I don't think, I don't, if I'm not mistaken, there's not one person that is starting beside Miller that was starting beside him last year. Right? So the offense looked okay. Melo Mello looked okay. You know, found his spot, took a couple of shots. But as we know, Melo came off from the, Melo's coming from the Olympics. So if you saw him in the Olympics and you know that he's going to come into the season in, in fairly good shape, feeling okay. So you don't have to really worry about that knee that, that you was worried about last year of him. Trying to get comfortable with it because that's what he spent basically all of the, all of last season doing, the off season doing, the Olympics doing, and now we're gonna see this, a little of this in the pre, in the preseason. Christoph Porzingis looked well, you know, a couple of above the rim plays, you know, a couple of a couple of off the dribble jumpers that you were like, oh my goodness. So he looked okay, and the point guard play looked well with Brandon Jennings and and Derrick Rose. A um, little bit of a scare, as if I'm not mistaken, I think I'm hearing the rain starting to come down here. Remember, folks, it's coming to you live from South Florida. So, at any point in time, if you hear a giant whoosh and I stop broadcasting, that just means the hurricane may have came a little early. And just to let you know that this ain't our only. This is probably the only hurricane that we're gonna talk talk about today on this podcast. Even though, yeah, ellipses, ellipses, ellipses. <laughs> so the point guard play looked well. Well, what looked bad for the Knicks was the defense, and. And and because that defense led up about 130 something points in a preseason game, but more than anything, that defense looked bad because also Joe Noah was gone, and Joe Noah being out is is bothering me because as I just saw flash against the flash against the, the bottom of the screen, <laughs> as we all know by now, if you're new to the podcast, that is the noise for breaking news, right? Of course, I got to pay homage to my reggae side. I see that. Um, Darian, uh, Arian Foster is going to come back to play, you know, or is, is scheduled to play this week after sitting down two weeks with a hamstring injury. This is what Joakim Noah is going to go through for, for the season. But this isn't like football where he's going to be playing once a week and he's going to be missing, he's going to be missing one or two games. He's going to be missing four, five, six, seven games at a stretch. If he's, if he can't do this in the, in the preseason, he's not going to last the season. So basically right now, automatically, if you're penciling Joakim Noah for more than 50 games, then you're due for disappointment. Actually, I, 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 and the weird, there's a weird part of me that isn't penciling any one of those starters for more than 50 games. Not one of them. Nan Nada. 
That's not even a word I use a lot, but nanada. So, a few things I took away from preseason. As I said, preseason isn't a much isn't really much to judge off of. It's just to fill a craving. As the NL wildcard game, National League wildcard game is going on. We have the first inning ending and the score is still tied 0-0. Zero to zero. All right, and we'll get into the two teams that are playing in a minute. Or later on in the podcast, I should say. All right, but also playing that night, or last night, was Golden State and was the Golden State Warriors. And the Golden State Warriors, just, just, just to look at it, it's just to see little things. <laughs> and depending on who's listening, you are really going to hate me for this, right? But... I saw who replaced Andrew Bogut for Golden State Warriors as the big man. And it is Zaza Pachulia. Golden State looked well. They looked good. They looked fluid. There was space. There was options. They took shots. And we had Zaza Pachulia. We'll talk about that and more. And when we return, I I do apologize. We will finally get heavy in the Duke. We'll return. Welcome back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am still your host, Alan T. Taylor, Mr. Toma, 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 because all I do is, all I do is, okay, you know what I do. Take that, take that, take that. That's what I do. That's what I do. <laughs> the rain is starting to come down heavy, like, like real, real heavy. Like you, I'm starting to hear it come down now here. Yeah. Like I said, in South Florida, as we await Hurricane Matthews. Um... As I told you, we're, get heavy. we're finally going to get heavy with the football today. And if you listened to the Mighty Picks last week, then you had a better week. Oh, uh, yeah, basically the Mighty Sports Picks. As you will know, that we do our own sports picks here every single week. Put it on a podcast. We put it up on, on, the, on the social media pages, whether it's on Instagram or our Twitter page, Mighty Sports. Whether it's on... And I do, and right now as I see, and this is what happens when, when you're on a podcast, <laughs> and things are happening, things are happening really fast and really bad, and the person I got the news from is trying to call me, but we're in the middle of the show right now, we, and we won't be able to talk right now. 
So, if you listened to me last week, as I said, as I said, the picks are everywhere. The picks are on the Facebook page, Mighty Sports. They're on the, they they show up on the Twitter page, Mighty Sports. And as you hear them on the podcast, and when they, when the picks are made on the podcast, they're made here live usually. Well, I shouldn't say usually. They're, here, they're made here live. You you hear them when I'm when I'm kind of figuring out my damn self. At least some of them, some of them. So if you listen, if you listen last week, then you had a much better week, you know, for week four than you did for week three, all right? And we returned with a winning record of eight and six. So if you're keeping track, or if you're treating it like, as, as I like to treat each week like like an entire football season, I guess I'm keeping my job. Like last week, they, they put me on the hot seat. I went five and eleven last week. They were like, no, 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 no. If you don't do better, you're gonna lose your job. Because you can't be making these kind of cockamamie predictions. Right? So, we go 8-6 and six this week. And I got a response. <laughs> I, I do apologize, but... Zaza Pachulia. I'm sorry, sorry. That's an that's inside joke. Taylor for, Taylor for personal fans. Some of you guys may not even understand that one, but it, it, it's what happens here. That, that's, that's, that's what happens here. You know, welcome to the show. Hello, motherfucker. Hey, how you there? You know, that's what we do. So this, so this week we went 8 and 6, right? And the 8 and 6 is, is actually, 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 that's very good. I, and little things happen. Little things happen here and there. And... You know, we underachieved a little. We would have liked to go on better. So the quick rundown, right? As Miami does what Miami does, right? As they fall to Cincinnati. But it's not even that Miami did what Miami did. Cincinnati did what Cincinnati did. And it, it haunts me every single day that I did not pick up A.J. Green in my, in my fantasy team. Like, it really haunts me every single day that, that I didn't pick him up. Because he's consistently doing work. And I, and I, and I picked Des Bryant over him. He falls into my lap every single year. I normally pick him up, and this year I decided to pick up Des Bryant. But I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there left field. Cincinnati, Cincinnati takes a win over Miami, 22-7. Um, we are right on that pick. Uh, Indiana, fall, Indiana goes on the road and loses to Jacksonville. And then Jacksonville wins 30 to 27. I said that odd, I know. Right? Which which is not a pick that we have. That's one of the losses that we took. Buffalo Buffalo shuts out New England. Um, 16 to nothing. As I said, it was a shoot, it was a shutout. Now, this was a pick that we did against the odd maker. Right? As we know, there's an odd maker that pops up on the podcast now. We're gonna hit up the odd maker a little bit later to do the to do the wicks for Pete to do the picks for week five. The odd maker picked New England for this game. I picked Buffalo. I came out on top. And it's, and it's one of those weird things. It's one of those weird things that you, that if you've listened to me, you're gonna hear me repeat over and over and over and over again. There are certain games that always make me nervous, right? And that's rivalry division games. Those are, those are the number one thing. But also, when it comes to Rex Ryan playing the, playing these division games, he always finds a way to play. Rex Ryan may not be able to find consistency for, throughout a whole entire year, but Rex Ryan could consistently get his teams to play for what he considers big games, 
when his back is against the wall because they're 0-2. Oh, when they're playing up against New England. When they're playing up against um, the New York Jets, you know, for the last game of the season to stop them from making it into the playoffs. You know what I said? They'll get up for those games. Like they used to, like the Jets used to get up to go up against um, Philip Rivers when they, you know, to go in the playoffs to San Diego. Or get up to go and play Peyton Manning when he was in Indiana. Or to get up and go play New England. Like, they buy that emotional, he gets these teams up for the, those emotional roller coasters. And not to mention, let me, and let, and let me not, let me not, let me not, let me not neglect, let me not neglect the fact that there was no Tom Brady, Jimmy Garoppolo was, 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 had his, was playing with an injured shoulder in his throwing, his throwing shoulder at that, the Gronk barely played, Anthony Bennett, you know, balled out and is still on waiver wires, and, and it's not on waiver wires, but he is still up for trade to anybody that wants to talk that hot sauce. Like, talk to me. He's there, and you know he's producing every single week. You guys just stop being stubborn. Listen, I'll keep him on my bench all year. Find a way to make him useful for one of you. He's sitting there. He's a top 10 tight end right now, and all of you is looking at him like, like he's not doing anything. And I'm handing you a running back with it. I'm just saying, don't be foolish. Take it. Take the trade. That's, that's another... And that's another thing for the fantasy. All right. Houston overcomes Tennessee. And I don't know if I mentioned this last year, a lot last year, but last week. But I'm definitely going to mention it this week as we hear again that J.J. Watt is going to be sitting out for a lengthy time. That am I the only one that in a very short period of time forgot that they had this monster of a, of a pick guy named Ladanian Clowney? And he was supposed to be beside J.J. Watt causing havoc. Remember how he got injured early last year and kind of just fell to the wayside? Now he kind of returned this year. No noise or anything. He's just on the team now. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting to hear how he performs with J.J. Watt, you know, sitting out for the next couple of weeks as he meant a back injury that he came back too early from. And to be honest with you, when it comes to your back, I don't know if there's ever a time that you can really come back from a back injury. Like... Your back is going to be your back. Once you injure your back, like, you're going to have good days, you're going to have bad days. And you just ride those good days for as long as you can ride them. And when those bad days come, you better find yourself a heating pack, an ice pack, some pills, you know what I mean? Or some, um, a, a back rubber and a, and, a, and a good masseuse. Like, pfft. you see what these people are doing nowadays? You better attach one of those little jaws to your back and start sucking out some of that pain. You know, have your, have, <laughs> have your back looking like a connect the dot like Michael Phelps in the Olympics. Detroit falls to Chicago as Chicago takes a win at home, and Chicago is going to be a team I'm kind of iffy about because they they, they don't have any they don't have their, their quarterback anymore. So for this at least for a while, or Jay Cutler for a while. So it's going to be interesting to see how they continue to win games. But they won at home, and I thought Detroit was going to be able to take a take a victory from at home. And in South Florida fashion. It's either stopped raining or it's lightened up to a light drizzle. Nah, light drizzle. Still raining. And, 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 and let me backtrack just a little bit, right? As you guys did hear the commercial for WWE, right? That was the WWE Network for $9.99 it was talking about. So as that commercial play, I, I do also want to take this time out to let you know that the, that the WWE 2K17 is going to be dropping within the next couple of weeks. Stay tuned, and I'll let you know exactly where you can find it at. Pre-order at that.
in hand. Like we have with the NBA 2K17. That has already dropped. And also on the 2K on the 2K network is also XCOM 2. Check it out. It's a good game. If you like Halo, you go like you go like you go like XCOM 2. So the, so Chicago beats Detroit uh, as Chicago takes a victory at home. And this next game, if you didn't see this game, man, oh man. Danger zone. Atlanta played Carolina. And I had Carolina to win this game. As I have not believed in in Atlanta yet. And boy am I wrong for not believing in Atlanta yet. Atlanta at home puts up one of the most phenomenal offensive performances that you will ever hear of single-handedly from a quarterback and a wide receiver. Yes. Those two boys balled up. Matt Ryan. 500 plus yards. Five touchdowns. Julio Jones. 300 plus yards. And the only lackluster part of his performance was that, is that he only came with one touchdown, but 300 yards. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 300 yards against a Carolina defense that last year was probably only second to the Denver's defense that whooped them. And now without a Josh Norman and a couple other pieces, they find Carolina finds themselves as one of those few teams one of the, not few teams, one of the many teams sitting at one and three already this year. The New York Jets fall to, to, fall to Seattle in New York as Russell Wilson, another guy that I like to pick up for fantasy purposes, as even with a bad knee and a bad ankle, he showed that he is way more than some mobile quarterback. That he was able to sit in the pocket use his mind and use his arm to throw pinpoint precise balls to players wide open as another week passes by where another Jets player falls in the secondary to let up a wide open touchdown. This is now four weeks in a row. This is now becoming a pattern. And now I see why the Jets were rated so as number 10 as far as defense goes. And now... I'm starting to look at number 10, may have been way too high. They look like the 20th now. And calling them the 20th defense in the league may be an overstatement. I really hope they get themselves turned around. As they find themselves at 1-3 and three now as well. And Seattle, I believe, is now at 3-1. and one, Tied with the LA Rams. Yeah, the LA Rams did their thing too this week. We'll get to them in a bit. Hopefully before the break. Baltimore loses at home to Oakland. Slim loss. 28-27. Makes me take nothing away from Baltimore. Baltimore coming into this, into, into this game was 3-0. and And I, I'm not going to lie to you. At the, very, at the last minute, I changed this pick. At the last minute, I changed this pick. 
I shouldn't have changed it. Cause, and, and, and it's because I still don't believe in Oakland. Oakland isn't doing enough things to make me believe in them, but Oakland is also still 3-0. Three and, three and oh. So, I mean 3-1. and one. So Oakland is doing enough of the right things. And all, of, all those young teams like them, Jacksonville, Tennessee, Oakland was predicted to be the furthest along, and it's starting to look like it. I'm trying to remember if I had predicted Oakland to make the wild card or not. We got to back, go back and listen to those that prediction podcast one day. Take a couple of notes. See what happened there. As we're coming up against a hard break pretty soon. Um, Washington takes out Cleveland as as Cleveland is Cleveland is the only under is the only team that hasn't won a game so far this season. And like I said, Cleveland is that one team I'm saying if you're playing against them, you should almost pretty much guarantee yourself a victory. Denver's defense puts a shellacking, uh, puts a shellacking and keeps Tampa Bay to only seven points as they win that game 27-7. And the L.A. Rams find another way to win as, remember, they dropped their first game and they talked about how bad that they need to start winning. They need to start winning. They, start, they need to start winning. That they can't go down 0-2 because if they start doing that, their season will move it. But since then, they have won all of their games and they are now 3-1. and one. Hope you caught all that. Dallas Cowboys finds a way to win, to win over San Francisco. And San Francisco is another team that is struggling. And we're going to wait to see how long it takes for them to try to do some new things. Because Chick Kelly isn't looking like he's starting off too good. He ain't starting off good at all. Because remember in that division, we still have the L.A. Rams. We have the Seattle Seahawks. And, you know, San Francisco. And, and who else is in that division? They can't afford too many more victories or too many more losses. San Diego win, loses a shootout to San, to New Orleans, thirty four to thirty five. As New Orleans is still just being a tough, a difficult team to try to figure out what they're doing on any given basis. But they put up numbers and they put up yardage. Pittsburgh, <laughs> talking about what what happened in Atlanta. I really hope we get to see, and I need to check both of those. I hope we get to see our Pittsburgh Atlanta schedule or something. But Pittsburgh finally with their, I shouldn't say full array of weapons, but as full array of weapons as the weapons are going to get, granted the fact that they're not going to get back the kid Bryant this year, to my knowledge. So with their full, you know, with, 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 with Bell returning, and now you having that dual monster with Bell and D'Angelo Williams and now Antonio Brown and whoever else Ben Roethlisberger decides to sling it to Pittsburgh dominates Kansas City 45 to 14 Let's see what 45 or 43 but dominant 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 and then Monday Night Football comes along, and boy am I glad at the very last minute I took out Eli Manning and decided to start Joe Flacco. That is something else for the... As Minnesota's defense once again comes finds out a way to pull out a victory at home for Monday night against the Giants. As Minnesota improves to 4-0. So, folks, we have three undefeated teams so far in this season. And I think only one of them 
you may have thought would have started this way. But these other two? Complete surprise. We'll talk about those guys a little bit more later in the show. Right now, listen to these words. Pay some bells. Let me put you in the game. Being taken advantage of isn't a game and it needs to stop. Aren't you tired of being ripped off by those other guys? Then, head to Multiverse Video Games and get the value you deserve on your games and gaming products. The games cost money, and you shouldn't feel like just giving them away. So why continuously buy a membership for prices and deals that you should be getting anyway? Multivest Games not only has fair pricing and great trading deals, Multivest has a wide variety of games, not just all your popular next-gen titles, but also all your favorite old-school titles and systems. Starting as early as Atari and Nintendo, to as current as PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, and yes, that does include PlayStations, GameCubes, and Xbox in between. They've been family-owned and operated for over 10 years, just off the intersection of 183rd and 7th Avenue from the Nurses Registry Plaza. That's conveniently located at 830 Northwest 183rd Street, Miami Gardens, Florida, 33169. Believe it or not, just five minutes from Sunlight Stadium, 790 the ticket, and oh no, let's not forget Tootsie's Adult Entertainment Center. Multivest Games, where you save more so you can play more. Welcome back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Talent Till, and if you are listening, that means you are listening live on the MixLR app. Listen, if you're not catching these lives anymore, then live anymore, then I'm gonna apologize because last week's show didn't upload like it like it needed to. So if you didn't catch it live, then you didn't catch the show. And as we're talking about catching things. If you didn't catch that last commercial for Multivest Games, that's basically where I got the NBA 2K17 at on pre-order. That's where you could also pre-order your WWE 2K17. And that is where available right now is XCOM 2. And like I said, that is something for you Halo guys. If you like that intergalactic space hunting, shoot them up, you know what I mean? Kind of thing, like that Call of Duty mixed with Halo kind of effect. XCOM 2, that's the way to go. So as we return, right, I told you we was going to get heavy in the Duke, right? I, I do apologize because cause it's, cause it's more than football going on. And, it's, and if you know me, then I'm always going to talk a little bit more than just football. Right now, the NBA Finals are set. The, I'm sorry, the WNBA Finals are set. So if you haven't been paying attention, it's time for you to recognize. Right? In the Finals... We have the LA Sparks taking on the Minnesota Lynx. Now, if you've been paying attention to the playoffs, as I told you, as I tried to tell you a couple of a couple of episodes ago, WNBA recently revamped their playoffs, their playoff seating, or the way they work their playoffs. What happens now? The first two rounds of the playoffs are single game elimination games, kind of like a final, kind of like an NCAA Final Four setting, right? Or, or if you want to put it to a professional sport. Um, like football is like kind of like a wild card setting, or if you want to put it like another professional sport, baseball, it's kind of like a wild card setting. <laughs> we have a single game elimination basically to make it to the next round of the playoffs. So in the very first round, we had the Phoenix. 
we had the Phoenix, we had we had we had the Phoenix Mercury take on the Indiana Fever, right? And obviously, and the Phoenix Mercury um, came over. Phoenix Mercury, yeah, Phoenix Mercury. Phoenix, the Phoenix came over the victory, eighty-nine to. Also, Atlanta, Atlanta Dream took on the took on Seattle. Atlanta came with that victory, ninety-four to eighty-five. Takes us on to the next round. Now the way the, the way they work the next round is that everybody's reshuffled, they're reseeded. Highest takes, takes on the low, the two middle takes on the two middle, and we get the Phoenix Mercury again taking on the New York Liberty. And Phoenix advances again, beating the New York Liberty 101 to 94. Chicago Sky takes out the Atlanta Dream 108 to 98, and that set up the semifinals, where the LA Sparks took on the Chicago Sky. Five game series. As so will the finals be. LA took um took game one 95 to 75, took game two 99 to 84, Chicago took game three 70 to 66, and the LA Sparks closed it out in four games 95 to 75. Minnesota Lynx takes on the Phoenix Mercury. And they wouldn't be as lucky, and the Phoenix Mercury, as you as, we, as you already know, came out the short end, and they wouldn't be as lucky as Chicago was. Minnesota wins the first game, 113-95, second game, 96-86, three-game sweep, 82-67. And that basically sets up now with the finals that we have, with LA Sparks taking on the Minnesota Lynx, Sunday, October 9th, 3 p.m. on ABC. The only thing I say that sucks about that is that that's going up against football. And they already have a hard enough time getting ratings as it is. That going up against football right now is not going to be the best thing possible. I don't know why they didn't hold off that game until Tuesday if they couldn't. They'll learn. But not only now is the NBA is the WNBA Finals set, but also the MLB, Major League Baseball's, Playoffs are being are being set now, right? As the wild card games as is currently being played, one right now, and we had one that just finished up not too long ago. It finished up yesterday actually. And in the American League wild card game, we had the Blue Jays take on the Orioles, and that game was tied until about the second, where Batista um, sends a homer to put the Orioles up. It was tied by the fifth, two all. Until a home run in the 11th by, I hope I get his name right, Canacion, a three-run homer to put the Blue Jays up 5-2 to send them over to play the Rangers in the American League Divisional Series. Now, going on currently right now, we have the National League wildcard game as the Giants, San Francisco Giants, take on the New York Mets. That game started today, 8.09 on ESPN. As we get a pitching matchup, and if you're a baseball fan, and even a, even, even somebody like me that doesn't, that can't find himself to watch enough baseball as he would like to, even I recognize these two names. So if you don't recognize these two names, these two names are names that you should probably look for. Which is going to be Syndergaard and also Bumgarner. As those two guys are going to lead off on the mounds. 
Now, the winner of that of this game tonight goes on to take to play the Chicago Cubs in the NLDS matchup. There's one thing I know. Chicago Cubs have been on fire. And they may be poised to go all the way. But not only are they poised to go all the way. But like I said, if pitching is a, is a, is a, is anything to be respected, then the Mets can do exactly what they did last year. Where the Mets went from sneaking their way into the playoffs and then making it all the way to the... To the World Series, the Mets found a way to eat them, eat themselves into the playoffs again this year, and we get to see if they can continue. What's now looking for two years of 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 great success, great manageable success, because it will be a World Series last year, and listen, even if they fall in the wild card, in wild card game this year, it has to still be looked at as a successful season. Simply because of just where they've been at for the last couple of years, for the last decade of how they've suffered. So they have young pitching, they have some young bats, and this is something that this is a, this is something that could be built on to move in a positive direction for them. But like I said, even 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 the Yankee fan in me is rooting for the Mets because the New Yorker in me is rooting for the Mets. So that's always gonna come more than that, that's always gonna stand for and foremost more, more than anything else. So you know, I, I know you you wanna. <laughs> but it's my fandom, and that's how I wanna celebrate it. <laughs> um. So, really quick for you guys sitting at home, and wants a quick update. <laughs> it's the top of the fourth. San Francisco is obviously at the plate as Syndergaard is on the mound for the New York Mets. And we have no outs, no runners on base. Little play by play for you guys. Two strikes. As Noah Syndergaard so far has, out of 40 pitches, I've thrown 9 balls and 31 strikes. God, so he is dominating. Both pitches must be dominating because at the top of the fourth, we still have a score. We still have a scoreless game. As that pitch is a little bit on the inside. And we get a 1-2 count. I'm trying to get a glimpse for you guys to see who may, to see who's at bat right now. But we're not going to hop on that too long because we don't, we don't want to just dwell there. So, as of right now, what we what we're just basically waiting for, right, is to see how to see which teams are gonna make it into the World Series as that one is popped back, ninety eight miles an mm -hmm. hour. Count still one two. But while we're waiting for the WNBA finals to <laughs> to start on Sunday, and we're waiting for the World Series. To get a good look at them, what we don't have to do is figure out what we're doing on a Friday. Again, ever again. 
Let me tell you what you do. You stop wearing, you stop thinking. You head down to Capone's nightclub in downtown Fort Lauderdale. This is where you go find my good friend, me on my my brethren. DJ Scepter. He's gonna be mixing in the lounge room. You start dancing and start drinking. Listen, if you're one of those people that you're kinda shy, then you start drinking so you can start dancing. But you make sure you do this at DJ Scepter every Friday from 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. Ladies, you bring your sexy. Fellas, you bring your swag. It's going down at Capone's. But wait. There is more. Trying to figure out what to do on a Wednesday. And if you haven't figured out, today is Wednesday. Tonight is Wednesday. This is Wednesday. As we still wait for Hurricane Matthews to do our thing, go head down to O'Malley's. O'Malley's is right there on 441, just between Walt Palmer and Coconut Creek Parkway. You go find DJ Scepter there. And tonight's going to be even special night because you know what we do in South Florida? We have Hall Road Cane so, go find DJ Scepter from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. And listen, if you don't want to do this on a Wednesday, if you don't want to do this on a Friday, you want to say, hey, I like DJ Scepter so much that I want him to do something else for me. Guess what? DJ Scepter plays every day that you want to be. Birthdays, weddings, bar mitzvahs. As we know, the, the Jewish New Year just passed. He could have done that for you. Quinceaneras, bachelor and bachelorette parties. DJ Scepter puts a royal touch on everything for reservations you know where to go go to bookings at djscepter.com I just dabbed And welcome back to the My T Sports Podcast. I am still your host, Talon Tomar Taylor. Why do you call me Talon Tomar Taylor? Because all take I do that, is take that, take that. That's all I do. I feel like I get PD. All I do is work. Alright? So, week five now is coming in for the NFL. And the way week five is going to start off is that now we're starting to, And this is not a second week of bye weeks. So let's just get those out of the way. This week, first on the bye week, is going to be Jacksonville Jaguars. Kansas City Chiefs, the New Orleans Saints, or Nolens Saints, and the Seattle Seahawks. All of them. Gone. That's a lot of, that's a lot of offense. That's TJ Yeldon for Jacksonville. That's Jimmy Graham and... That's Jimmy Graham and Russell Wilson in Seattle. That's Drew Brees in New Orleans. And whichever receiver he decides to throw it to. And just a little small tidbit in case you don't know. Jimmy Graham used to be the tight end for New Orleans. I know a lot of you knows it, know this. Remember, I have a lot of new sports fans. I a lot of female sports fans. They may not have known this already. Not, not that I'm specifically saying it for them. I'm just saying... Be considerate to the people that may not know this. I know you wonder, like, hey, why would he say that? That's why I'm saying that. That's why I'm saying that. Zaza Pachulia. <laughs> so the first game. 
is gonna be it's gonna for Thursday night. It's gonna be Arizona versus San Francisco. Arizona in San Francisco, and I am gonna give Arizona one more chance to prove themselves because Arizona has way too much talent for them to falter the way they do. And so I'm gonna give them one more chance to redeem themselves. Because and, and really the reason I'm giving them an opportunity to redeem themselves is because of the simple fact that Carson Palmer is gonna be out with concu- you know, do the concussions or going to the concussion protocol. And I feel that he is the one that's been struggling this year with all of that talent that he has around him. So just like how Denver and Tennessee and Philly and all of these other teams have benefited from new blood or new posts pushed into their quarterback life, which listen, a couple more weeks is probably the same thing I'm gonna be I'm gonna be asking for for the New York Jets. Let's see if that helps with Arizona. If they could find somebody nice, young, and new to start getting some of these talented wide receivers the ball, because what's going on in Arizona is not nice. They're supposed to, they're supposed to have a top flight defense along with a top flight offense, and right now they are another one of those teams that are sitting at one or three. So they need to step their game up. So I'm gonna pick them again this week. Next up, we have you have Houston in Minnesota, and I'm gonna pick Minnesota's defense to trump over Houston's defense. But more than anything, I'm gonna pick Minnesota's offense to trump over Houston's offense. Next, we have Indiana versus Chicago. And this is where things start to get a little bit iffy again. Because I'm looking at both of these teams and I'm wondering, like, I don't know which one of these teams to pick. So, you know me. Like I said, no cost important. I mean, no. No. What's this guy's name? Joe, Jay Cutler. No Jay Cutler in Chicago. And like I said, this is another team that could benefit from not having their wishy-washy quarterback, you know, and then maybe they're able to get some consistency, but also Indiana and what's going on with, with, with the young Tyke over there, he's not, he's not getting too much help either. So, we go to the odd maker for this one. The odd maker? Do I feel lucky? What do you think? Where's the money? You like that? That feels good? That feels good? Where's the money, man? Where's my money? You got till 5 o'clock, you hear me? You got till 5 o'clock! You freaking psychopath! Clean yourself up! And we're just gonna take this time. I'm gonna do the two games that we're gonna use for the odd maker today, right? As, as the first game is gonna be Chicago versus Indiana. And if you don't know what the odd maker is, basically the odd maker, it's a coin. One side is for the home team. The other side is for the away team. One side has a big old H for home. One side has a big old A for away. Yes. That's how simple it is. And we're going to see, because that's how random some of these games are that we're picking. Because, I mean, look at all these experts and all these other people that are supposed to be getting stuff right and getting stuff wrong. As we finally see a runner gets on the base for, you know, so let's do this right for you guys. <laughs> as you see, the San Francisco guys has a player on now on first base. As we are still sitting on top of the fourth, one out and a player on fourth. 
on first as one is hit back 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 all the way back it is picked up by a Mets player and yes he is out this is for the second out and he tags up and he stays at first and one does not advance so the odd maker for Chicago versus Indy and the odd maker picks Indy to win that game and I'm not gonna lie to you when it, when it comes to a game like this, where I don't know where I'm gonna go, kind of go with the home team, kind of kind of give the home team the GP look. So we are also gonna go with the odd maker here. And we have to get controversial here, depending on what the odd maker picks. The next game I don't know what to pick is gonna be between the New York Giants and the Green Bay Packers. Yes, your Sunday night game. As the Giants. Yes, folks. The Giants. Another one of those teams sitting there like a 2-2, two and two, I believe. 2-2, 1-3, 2-2. Two and, two, two and, two. and the Green Bay Packers are sitting at 2-1 and one as they had a bye week. I still don't know what the, what the deal is with Green Bay. But I don't expect the New York Giants to have another offensive game like they did last week. And I don't see Green Bay having the kind of antagonist on defense the way Minnesota did. So, take a flip. And the odd maker picks the New York Giants. And, and as I told you, you know what? I don't like to pick against my New York teams, but I'm going to stay true to my word here. When I say when I don't know what to do, I'm going to stick with the home team. And just to be a little controversial... I want to pick against the odd maker because, listen, last week I was 2-0. The odd maker, 0-2. So one of us is doing something right and one of us is doing something wrong. Hey, end of the day, still a flip of the coin. Do I feel lucky? What do you talk? Where's the money? As we had a full count, three to two, uh, three balls, two strikes, and two outs, and Syndergaard delivers the pitch, and he gets him swinging and a missing as he retires at the top of the fourth. Man, what a pitch. As they go to commercial break, we come back from the segment against all odds, or all odds on me, you know, I don't know what we call it this segment, you had the odd, you know. But we we go we move forward, right? Because the rest of these games, the rest of these games are gonna be done normally, and this is gonna and they are just gonna be picked. So sit back, relax with me, as we work ourselves into this groove. As I told you, it's hard, it's hard for me to pick against New York teams. You've seen what I've done with Buffalo. You've seen what I've done with the Jets so far this year. And now you're going to see what I'm going to do with the Jets. Again, as the Jets are the number one New York team, it's, hard for me to, it's the hardest for me to pick against. 
and the Jets are going to go into Pittsburgh with their with Pittsburgh having their full array of weapons. The Jets have the Jets laying letting up big play after big play. The Darrell Reeves with a bad hamstring. And let me be honest with you guys. I don't know if I've mentioned this yet because I have so many conversations with so many people. I don't know what I tell what, what I've said to people or what I've said to you, my public, my team fan base. And I'm not surprised if Darrell, if Darrell Revis is falling off, I'm not honestly, I'm not surprised. Because if Darrell Revis thought that he was still in his peak in his apex, and still in the pinnacle of his career, then he'll still be out there doing one-on-one deals. Like, to be honest, I'm serious. He wouldn't have signed a five-year deal because he wouldn't want to have himself locked into that kind of, that kind of long-term money. He would have kept on headhunting and headhunted for 18, 20 mil, 20 mil, 18, 20 mil, 18, 20 mil for one-year deals. He would have just kept on doing that. Have a team force a franchise to tag him three, four, five, six years in a row if he had to. I think he was okay with that. Him signing that five-year deal always put me on, always put me on notice. And if he is falling off this year, I'm not surprised. But I'm still gonna pick the Jets to beat Pittsburgh. Tennessee is going into Miami, and this is a game I was gonna pick against the Odd Maker. I still made just so that me and the Odd Maker, so that we have a tiebreaker this week for the Odd Maker. But I have Tennessee beating Miami, right? And I oddly have Tennessee beating Miami. My, and this is because Miami doesn't, doesn't show me much. And I'm even gonna, I don't, we're even going to be sweet. Listen, <laughs> let's just see if we even have a game in Miami this week. And I also decided to do the odd maker on this one. And the odd maker also picks the away team. So the odd maker also believes Tennessee is going to win this game. Right, as Philly is another one of those surprising, un- uh, is, is one of, or is one of these surprising undefeated teams in the league, as they get rid of Chip Kelly. But remember, as I said, not only did they get rid of Chip Kelly at the time, but when they got rid of Chip Kelly, Chip Kelly had very successfully gotten rid of all of the talent on their team: Jeremy Macklin, Deshaun Jackson, and, and Shady McCoy, two two top two top tier wide receivers and a running back. Now, granted, all of them have consistently had injury issues now since then, so maybe he was maybe he had a little bit more foresight than the rest of us, but. Still kind of surprised to see Philly sitting there at 3-0. But they, they, they take on Detroit this, this week. And if Detroit couldn't can it beat a team like Chicago, I'm not, I'm not expecting them to beat a team like, team like Philly. I'm looking at Philly to go, in the, to go in there and, and take care of business. New Orleans gets back, New England gets back Tom Brady as they go to take, take on Cleveland. And I feel sorry for Cleveland. I expect this game to be 7,800 points to 2. Sorry, it can't be 2. That means that Tom Brady would have to be sacked for a safety. The three. Baltimore. I, I Washington goes into Baltimore. I have Baltimore winning this game. As Baltimore is currently sitting at three and one. I have Denver going into Atlanta. As I don't see Julio Jones having another having a big game the way he, that he did last week against those against the against the secondary of Carolina. Denver's a little bit more tough. Is a little bit tougher than that. I expect Denver to take this game in Atlanta. Cincinnati takes takes on Dallas. And I expect Cincinnati to beat Dallas. Sorry. Did they Dallas and Dallas looks impressive too. I just think saying I think that Cincinnati is just a little bit more polished team. And it's gonna be interesting to see. This is a game I'm gonna be watching. That is definitely a game I am gonna be watching because you are basically looking at, if I'm not mistaken, two three and one teams. Is Cincinnati, is Cincinnati three and one? They may not be. They may be two and two. Who knows? But I'm going to be interested to see this game. Very interested to see this game and how it plays out. I have San Diego losing to Oakland and Oakland. As Oakland, I expect Oakland to win at home. I have the LA Rams 
taking out Buffalo. As Buffalo has to fly all the way across the country to go take out to go play LA and then have an early and then I don't know that I guess it's not really an early start time for them. That's gonna feel like noonish. So we'll see. We'll see how they come away with that one. How their body reacts to the to the travel. And for the Monday night game, I see Cam Newton and them boys coming back and redeeming themselves. But if Carolina's defense is as bad as they are, I see them struggling, and I see and I see Jameis now. Not really them struggling, but I see I see Jameis Winston looking across that field of Cam Newton as somebody that could, that he could be a future that he could be a, a future version of himself. And I see a shootout coming out. I'm talking about well, I'm, I'm talking about like 48 to 42 kind of game, 48 to 45. Thank you guys if you've been listening. That is the show, and I am your host, Talon T. Taylor. Thank you for listening. Please remember to stay tuned, stay blessed, don't stress. And if, for my peoples here in South Florida, make sure you bundle down, make sure you take care of yourselves. A lot of you guys I'll be seeing in a couple of hours because we are gonna be drink we are gonna be playing that drinking game called Drink a Palooza. If that doesn't happen, then guess what? I guess I'll be going to O'Malley's my damn self. Because trust me, I'm not gonna be stuck in the house with a hurricane coming. I'm gonna be partying my ass all summer. I'm gonna party like it's 1999. So once again, thank you guys for listening. Sorry, boys. All the stitches in the world can't sew me together again. Lay down. Lay down. Always knew I'd make a stop there. Don't forget you could catch me. But a lot later than a whole gang of people thought. Or find me. Facebook. Last call for drinks. Mighty Sports. Bars closing down. Twitter. Mighty Sports. Sun's out. Where are we going for breakfast? SoundCloud, Mighty Sports Podcast. Don't go far. Tune in, Mighty Sports. And live, mix it all. Mighty Sports Podcast. Mighty!